You're listening to Lady Balls Daily. We're coming at you seven days a week with advice and inspiration to help you live your most fucking epic life. I'm your host, Connie Constantine. Oh, ballsy babes, we're getting a gift today. Our guest is the gorgeous, joyful, and radiant Christy Christensen. A former elite-level gymnast and platform diver, Christy trained with the U.S. Olympic diving team as a young adult. After an injury cut her Olympic dream short, she shifted her focus to helping others improve their fitness through personal training, Pilates, core fusion, and yoga. Christy's been the face for yoga and lifestyle brands such as Exhale Spa, Lowe's Hotel Hollywood, Satya Yoga Wear, and Ananda Soul Creations. She's graced the covers of Yoga Journal, Om Yoga, Self, and LA Yoga. When she's not teaching, globetrotting, and empowering others, you'll likely find her dancing and doing backflips on Venice Beach. Welcome, Christy. I am so happy to have you here. Oh, I'm so happy to be here with you and just so honored as you're launching uh, this new Lady this, Balls uh, new endeavor. We're so excited to be a part of. Yeah, thank you for being a part of it. Oh my gosh, it's such an honor for, for us to have you here. So we're going to be talking about how people can bring, well, obviously bring more joy into their lives, connect to their intuition, all those great things that we all have inside of us. But first, I want to like talk a little bit more about something we hit on in your introduction, which was you were expecting like your life to go in a very different direction at one point, right? Um, you were you were this close to being on the the U.S. Olympic diving team, yeah. and had a pivot. So let's yeah, I, I had a very unexpected pivot. You know, my from age eight till age 24, I had a very specific, narrow goal and vision of going to the Olympic Games. There was no other goal. There was no other mission. There was no other purpose in my life. Like everything I did fed that, um, that, that goal, that desire. And to the point where I moved away from home when I was 15 years old to go train at the Olympic Training Center in Orlando, Florida, like, like that's how committed to that path I was. And when, when I had the injury, actually I broke my back. So there was no, there was, there was no way to continue. Um, and I was told I was going to be walking with a cane by the time I was 30, if I didn't stop. And, um, I, I, I really, I didn't know who I was. Like I lost this sense of identity because from eight years old to 24, I had this narrowest vision of what life was. And I was the diver. I was the girl that moved away from home. Like those were the way, things that way people described me. Right. And that's how I described myself. And who was I without those things? Um, but going through that of going through this place of like literally being devastated, thinking my life in a sense was over and then coming out like in the process of coming out to the other side and seeing that was just one step of my journey has been has taught me so much as I've gone through additional um, transitions in my life from there on out. I, you know, going from this point of you know, thinking like, okay, well, life's over. Like I didn't achieve my, my goal. And that's all I know about life to, you know, healing. Cause obviously I was on a tremendous amount of pain. Like, am I going to be in this kind of pain forever? Right. Um, so on and so forth. And like, what am I going to do? Like, what am I going to do now? And the first thing I had to do is I had to heal my body and I had to reconnect to my body. And that's what I knew. Like I knew how to train. I knew how to do these things. And as I was doing that and healing, like I started to be like, Oh, I could probably help other people who have been in my circumstance, even if it was on a smaller scale. Right. And how, how can they like get reconnected with their body in a new way, build this new relationship. And it didn't happen, like I said, overnight, but 
um, in time, like this whole other life of mine has appeared. And since like now when I think back to that period of my life, it's still so amazing. And, you know, I, I've let go of that. Oh my God, that didn't happen for me. But um, I see it as that we have, we have so many gifts and so many talents. Right. And like, just because one thing didn't go the way you thought, it doesn't mean the rest of your life is also going to be that way. And the skills that you learn, like the dedication that I learned, that commitment I learned to like to show up every day and to do my best, like that has served me in everything else I've done. You know, that will, that desire that was, you know, stoked from such a young age. Like if I wouldn't have done those things, I would not be doing in the world what I would not have nearly had the level of a success that I've had, even though nothing I do really resembles the sport of platform diving anymore. Right. You know, so how can we take the best of whatever we were doing, um, we were doing that we're not anymore, bring it into everything else we're doing and just make ourselves more equipped and be better at everything else we do. I don't know if that makes sense. No, it totally makes sense. And I think, um, I think a good point too, something we had discussed before is that if you found that you were good at one thing, why would you not be able to be good at something else? Even if it's completely different or very different. Exactly. Like when I, I left a job, uh, four and a half years ago that was like in the yoga world, it was one of the jobs. Like people wanted this job. I was running this very predominant yoga studio in Venice, California. And, um, I made very good money. We were very, we were at that time, we were definitely the most successful yoga studio in the U S. Um, and just really setting the trends and face of yoga in, in the U S at that time. And it came to a point, I, I was there for almost 10 years and it came to a point where I knew this was not my life's calling. And I knew that I had to take this leap of faith and to, 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 to what the next incarnation of me was going to do, even though we had this, you know, very successful business. And I remember confiding in one person to tell them like, Hey, this is what I'm thinking of doing. And they told me I was crazy. And they said to me, you know, this has been your platform. What are you going to do if it fails? And for something, and I don't know if this came from the previous experience with diving, but there was something that snapped in me that literally said, F you. I didn't say that to them, but that's what I heard in my head inside. And why would I expect to fail? Right. You know, I'm 35 years old now or however old I was like I've achieved this level of success and everything I've done so far had no idea what I was doing back then. Like why, like why would I assume if I figured it out at 22 and I figured it out at 30, why would I not be able to figure it out at 35? Mm. Like don't I, don't I have more resources, more knowledge, more comfortability in who I am that I can bring to whatever I do next. Why would I go into that expecting that I would, would fail? And that really helped me, like actually that that person being like this naysayer because it lit this fire inside of me of like, no, that's like, that's not true. And any and if we set ourselves up for where maybe we're going to fail, then, you know, chances are you are because you're bringing that doubt in. And I'm not saying that when we go out on any new venture, there isn't going to be challenges and obstacles. Of course, there is. And not every venture we go after is going to be successful. But like how we define failure is, is, is really what the answer is. Right. And if, if there is no failure, if there's just continuing redirection and relearning, then we don't have anything to lose. We could say. 
Exactly. Exactly. I love that. How we define failure because I feel like everything is on the job training or on the life training. On the life training because things that happen, like even things that happen with our boyfriends and our kids and our, you know, all like all of that is still going to be, you know, it's still life experience and that life experience is going to affect the job that we do in the world and how we show up in the world, no matter what, like it is because it's part of us. Are you as inspired as I am? Then join Christy and I tomorrow as we continue the conversation and discuss ways we can connect to what makes us feel most alive. Ballsy Babes Unite. If you're down with our vibe, make sure to go to LadyBallsNation.com and sign up for our Insiders newsletter. And don't forget, new episodes drop every day. So make sure to hit that subscribe button and you'll never miss a single one. Hey there, Connie again. I just wanted to jump in quick and first of all say I hope you're enjoying the series with Christy Christensen as much as I am. And also to highlight the fact that included in these five episodes is an energy reset practice that you can do anytime, almost anywhere, depending on how bold you want to be. But it's incredible. It's very short. It's very effective. It's going to get you moving. It's going to get any stuck energy moving or maybe just clear out some energy that you might have picked up that you're not so excited about. So make sure to check that out in this series, Energy Reset Practice, or go to ladyballsdaily.com and search for Energy Reset Practice in the search bar at the top. But the point is, is everything we're learning here this week, everything she's sharing is fabulous. But when you put it in action is when it becomes life-changing. So I'm urging you to do that. Homework. Get to work. It's fun. It's fun work, though. Okay. Thank you. I'll see you tomorrow.